How's it growing? Back again for another edition of the show. You know, today I was uh, out here and there's like all these bags of soil. They got a happy frog. I think it had, I think it had gnats in it. There was big roots. You know, big roots, that's the soil cake. He says, uh, you know, dirt is dead. Soil is alive. I agree with soil king. That guy seriously kicks some ass. Have you ever seen soil king? Chris, I'm here with Chris today on this episode of How's It Growing. Chris, you ever seen Soul King? No, I haven't seen Soul King. Oh my goodness, Soul King is a madman. That guy's out in the West Coast. He's out in, uh, he's out in Humboldt County, of course, and he's got a huge farm where he produces the the um, you know the different amendments for a uh, soil. And uh, well, that's kind of where it all started. So I mean, shit. If anybody knows what they're talking about, it'd be him. Oh yeah, so Soul King knows what's up. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, the Happy Frog stuff, uh, people like it a lot, but once they start getting into like stuff like Soil King and even this Coast of Maine, uh, the Stonington blend, they don't really, you, you don't see people go back to Happy Frog. There's nothing wrong with Fox Farm, um, but they just, you know, their soil's okay, but there's much better soils that come locally. You know, a big problem with Fox Farm is, um, you know, it's important to get your soil locally. You, you want to have them local microbes. And uh, some of these soils probably don't even have any microbes. Fox Farm... Probably does have some microbes. I know. I know their uh, happy frog has uh, mycorrhizae. Uh, yeah, you know, I know which, a lot of people recommend happy frog to the beginning growers. Do you know? say mycorrhizae? Do you say mycorrhizae? I don't know how to say it. How do you say it? Um, I say mycorrhizae. Mycorrhizae. That's what you say. That's probably <laughs> correct. I think I say it right. I was like, I want it to be mycorrhizae. I don't know what that is about me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a good time. I know that stuff's amazing. It does a great job of bringing nutrients from, you know, the rest of the soil to where the, I guess the dead zone is what they call it, when the plant utilizes at the root level all of the available nutrients. You know, a lot of people will have problems, uh, you know, when they go into bloom because the soil doesn't have enough phosphorus. And so when the soil needs phosphorus, or if there's a magnesium problem, it's not able to absorb the phosphorus. A lot of times people have uh, issues there. A lot, sometimes these soils, I, I know Soil King soil, he says that you don't have to even uh, amend your soil if you're using soil. I don't think that's a good idea. I like to look at my plants a lot, and I like to make assessments on them. And when I go into bloom, I don't think I've ever not done a top dress. You know. Fair enough. Yeah. This Fair year, enough. What, do you ever do a top dress? I don't because I grow outdoors, so I don't even mess with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I put my soil in, I put my nutrients in, and I just let it do its thing. Yeah. And I've yet to have a problem. There you go. Um, But the more I'm here and the more I'm learning, uh, next year will probably be something that I'll be adding more, you know, nutrients and microbes into um, to get, you know, I mean, I get good yield, I mean, but hey. There's always better yields. Totally. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, you said real these people getting like 60, 60 fold yield when they start using like the mycorrhizae. It's, oh, the mycorrhizae. Well, they start using fungus. <laughs> you know, mycorrhizae means fungus root. I was, it sounds like a bad thing. Yeah, I don't it know does. what I'm a fungus root on. Yeah. I mean, but I guess it's good. Um, you know, um, you know, some of the soils that we have uh, seen today here in this pile, the Castine blend versus the Stonington, they're all using that stuff. A lot of people like this Roots Organic 707, too. I've had quite a few customers yep. come in for that. Have you ever looked at the difference between the 707 and the Small original? Bag, the original? No, I have not. No, they're both. Let's go, um, let's go read off the bag labels. It's actually interesting. Is there, are they in here? Uh, uh, 707's over. Oh, it, it's not possible right now. the only ones we have. They're all outside. One at the discount rack inside here. Oh, let's go read that one. And then we have the original out here. 
We do? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, look, they have that lush. I've actually never used the Roots Organic Lush. It sounds awesome. It sounds like it's made, meant for drinking. Yeah, it's real lushy. Here we got the regular roots organic. Yeah, yeah. Get a flashlight. Oh, you have a flashlight. If you have a flashlight, we could. Oh, you know what? All everyone has a flashlight these these days. Yeah, as long as you got a phone, you got a flashlight. Yeah. So here on the uh, on the growers mix, natural indoor and outdoor. There you go. You know this this roots organic that I remember the original thing was you you would buy the bag of soil and you put your seed or you put your seedling in the actual bag and use the bag to do it. People people were really excited about this product when it first came out a bunch of years yeah, ago. Yeah, the roots organic original potting soil recipe enables better drainage and encourages a vigorous root structure. Yeah. Created with only fine natural and organic ingredients, premium worm castings, back guano, non-GMO soybean meal. Fish meal, kelp meal, and much more. Yeah. Here's actually the list right here. So, so they're using peat moss. A lot of them do. Then there's perlite, composted forest products. I always think that's bark. I'm pretty sure it's like old bark. Um. Yeah. It sounds like rotted up trees. Yeah, rotted up trees. Then, they, then they're using cocoa. Now, do you say pumice or pumice? No, that's pumice. The pumice, right? Yeah. I always say pumice. People always I've like, always known it as pumice from okay. soap, so oh, yeah, I'll okay. go that way. Yeah, now earthworm castings, that's a you know, that's a huge thing. People do a people lot. People buy that, particularly just the earthworm castings in the you know, in the bag. Yeah, you ever heard of this coot guy? He talks about a soy he likes to mix pro prom, uh, pro mix with just earthworm castings. Then he starts amending it from there. Anyway, uh, these guys are using earthworm castings, then they go to the bat guano, there's soybean meal. A lot of people are using soybean meal trying to do a vegan grow. It's because so. nobody wants to eat it. Yeah, I agree. Don't <laughs> eat that. And then they're using fishbone meal. Uh, fishbone was a great band. I don't know if you that yeah, band. Yeah, yeah. I'm in the um, sky. Don't yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, alfalfa meal. Alfalfa is very interesting. I was reading recently about alfalfa. People take alfalfa baths. It's supposed to be uh, helping you get rid of toxins. So really? if parasites in your body, they'll jump into alfalfa. Then you're supposed to clean up your bath and like hydrogen peroxide it and everything else and throw away that alfalfa. Sounds like a pain in the ass. Yeah, I was thinking of doing it. Just kind of fun. Then we have Leonardite. Uh, Leon, 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 wait, Leonardite. Leonardite. That's a huge source of potassium. That's one of that's one of the best ways that you can get through uh, amending your soil potassium into. So I know like a lot too. It's like it's like twenty. It, it has also sulfur. And it's like 22% over from the down-to-earth air product, 22% uh, potassium. So I, I use that actually in my blue formula. I just use uh, – wait, no, no. So I'm wrong. That's humic acid. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking of langbanite. Sorry. Yes. Leonardite, Leonardi, that's a humic acid derivative. You know, that's how you get humic acid, I believe. Um, and then volcanic rock dust – that's pretty awesome. If you've ever been yeah. to a volcano, it's very hard to get the rock dust from yes, the volcano. Yes, absolutely. You burn your fingers like crazy. These guys are very uh, brave. Yeah, at 100,000 yeah. degrees. Now, I hate kelp, but I like kelp meal. Like, don't try to feed amino kelp. Like, F that. But if you want to put it in the soil, I'm cool. In green sand. In green sand. final product. Do you know green sand, it actually, it comes from, only from New Jersey. For real? Yeah. It's like, it's a, in the ocean of New Jersey, there's like this sediment there. It's like where they get it all from. And it actually has a high silica count. So it's actually, it's like, it's like a way kind of to get silicon. But it's very good. And they've been using it for a long time. It, it's like, 
like 1700s they were using green sand. But no shit. I think. Anyway, it comes, from, it comes from New Jersey. Cool. Yeah. Well, let's go check out that 707 and see what the difference is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we'll keep it. All right, back here with the the 707 formula. So, Roots Organic, they put out first their first soil, the original, and now they've got the 707. The 707 is peat moss, again, composted forest product, just like before, perlite, cocoa fiber. There's that pumice we talked about. Then the earthworm castings. But do you remember next after earthworm castings, they were using fishbone meal. Now they're using feather meal. And fishbone meal and feather meal, actually, they're kind of, a, if you look at them, they kind of have a similar profile. So that makes sense, I guess. Uh, then they're using the back one again, soybean meal again. I don't know what that says right there. Um, I noticed, if you notice, the green sand in this one comes before because it's. I was just going to so say. So they're using more green they're sand. Using more green sand than the and kelp. Less kelp meal. Right. And kelp's a, a, another source of potassium. Um, the green sand, I think, is really silica, but there's probably other stuff happening with the green sand. And I think also it helps with, uh, well, stuff from the ocean tends to have uh, some interesting, um, you know, aspects when you start adding it. So then, oh, this must be fishbowl meal. So they're still using the fishbowl meal, but they're using more feathered meal than fishbowl meal. So it's basically the same soil. Uh, what did I think that they don't don't have in one or the other? I think they have all the same things. I don't think there's anything missing here. I don't think there's anything missing. It's, it's just kind of like a slight... It's differentiation just upped and changed the soil a little bit just enough to make it yeah. a better or different product yeah um you guys can decide whether it's better do or you, just different i don't remember seeing the mycorrhizae in it do you remember seeing that before uh, this one here they're giving us a count of 0.01 of funiliformis mossi and then this is the big one for the roots it's the rizo rizophagus intra intraradices i believe is how you say it there's 0.1 percent of that in here <laughs> yeah, uh, and then and then the sept septoglomus deserticola is point zero one. So those are uh, different macro those are micro. Some active, things. Yeah, those are some. Yeah, but that's in that soil. I just don't remember seeing that. Maybe it's, maybe it's in there. It probably is because I would have I would have noticed that before. It probably is actually. Yeah, that's yeah. just a, that's just an extra fungi fungi content. Maybe yeah. maybe that's in this one, and that's what makes it the difference. Yeah. They moved around the blend a little bit, and then they put a little fungi in. I think I believe the fungi is in the other one too. Let's go check it out. Flashlight. Oh, son of a bitch. Oh, yep, yep, yep. The original blend also has the was the rhizo rhizo one oh or point oh one on the other. Oh, one? it was the same same exact uh, profile. Same exact profile. Yep. Yep. And it's not very much actually. It's actually it's per gram, and it's less than one. It's like. 0.1% of the so rise of There's the one that was missing. I don't remember seeing alfalfa meal. Yeah, I don't remember seeing that either. Good point. So, I think that's your difference. Oh, also, do you remember seeing... Composted Leo forest Do you remember seeing Leona, Leonardite in there? No. I don't remember seeing Leonardite. So, there is a few different ones, because yeah. definitely composted, composted forest products was not there. Also, um, they had fishbone meal here, um, but they had... Uh, the other meal was a feather meal, right? Feather, yeah. And I don't see that here. So that one's using feather meal. This one's using fishbone meal also, but then instead of, I guess, using feather meal, they're using leonidite, and that's probably, I guess, I don't know. But yeah, it's a little bit different. Not too different, though. I guess if you want to make them the same, keep some leonidite on hand, and, of course, be real creepy and have feather meal. Well, I guess that's all for today's episode of How's It Growing? 
But these organic soils are great. Super soils are a lot of fun. You know, you can be your own soil king. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Stay tuned next Friday for another show. Awesome. See you next time. Joey and Chris signing out. Thank you.